Welcome to the Lion's Den with Seth, a podcast where progressive men and women can learn and teach each other the ways of the land. The Lion's Den is where royalty comes to counsel. Ladies and gentlemen, your host, Seth. Welcome, 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 everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Lion's Den. And we're in a crazy time obviously today and in the world that's why this is the first episode the real real episode of the corona file so now we're going to try to give you some information to help not just help but to still entertain but mostly help and i just want to welcome y'all those that are live and everybody that's part of the pride what up what up larry how you feeling hey man i'm good man it's a good day it's always a good day right we on this side of the dirt know what that's i'm saying right. that's right yeah Herm. yes right what is up Herm? it's all good over here man slow motion baby slow motion look like you about to go somewhere bro hey what's going on sitting in that new truck. hey y'all know what it is in, in the car man Bruh, no it ain't, ain't a I car no more Huh? If I go in that little house, all them kids screaming. There's not gonna be a show. <laughs> I know that's right. I know that's right. That's what it is. Will, yeah. what's good, brother? How you feeling? What's going on, man? Hey, as always, as long as we get up, it's a good day to keep it pushing and do something to make a difference. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, absolutely. Foots, how you feeling over there? So Foots is uh, actually behind the scenes, you know, doing the commentary with the Facebook Live, but he is here. So what is it? Uh, 305 is in the building, right? Always in the building. So, guys, um, how how y'all been doing, though? Seriously, like y'all been staying sane and everything, trying to? Yeah, man. We good. We ain't got the Rona yet, so we good. We ain't got the Rona. Still don't got. You don't know if you got it. I know. Right. Going on symptoms. Let me rephrase that. Let me knock off real quick. Asymptomatic. What is it? Uh, being asymptomatic. Yeah, whatever it is, brother. Look, bro. I cut the grass. I started sneezing. I looked around like, is that her? Is that Rona? Crazy by myself. You know what I mean? And and it's unfortunate, but that's what we do, right? We so extra hyper paranoid. About this, you better not cough in, the, in, in Walmart, bruh. I'm telling man, you seeing them, hey, bro, you might get jumped. I'm, I'm telling you, man, they, they give you the whole hairy eyeball about like I know you yeah, not man. up in here without no face mask, and, cr- and then that's another thing, too. And hopefully, one of you guys can t- uh, talk about that. But, um, these masks that everyone is getting, I think they're more focused on looking good with the Gucci mask and all this, but are you getting anything that's protecting you, right? There's so many different masks out there that can protect you from, you know, different, uh, you know, allergies or whatever the case is, but you just get some cloth over there that got a smiley face on there. I think, is it just to keep your hands away from you know touching yourself or you just really want to look fly because who cares if you die how fly you look you get well, what I mean? you gotta keep in mind that you can't get a good mask now anyway everything on back order so if they force you to put something on yeah. your face you gotta do what you gotta do you gotta do something i can dig it I some of these places you can't walk in without your face being covered so yeah yeah that's true it's I think it's a they thing. you say what will I think some people are doing it just because it makes them feel better. Mm-hmm. And then they like taking these selfies on these TikTok videos. And oh, look fly. man, that's that's a whole nother, whole nother <laughs> thing. Well, look, anyway, I, I, I drink 
Yeah, go ahead. Take a little num num juice to that. Hey, and yeah, because people go TikTok themselves yes. crazy. Yes, cheers, <laughs> cheers to your brothers. So, but anyway, without further ado, we want to introduce our guest for today. So excited, so excited about our guest. Go ahead, Will. You can start off. All right, up first, man, we have notorious Mr. Keisha Austin. All right, Air Force veteran. Right on. Coming to us live. Yes. Hey, how you doing? How you mm-hmm. doing? Mm-hmm. I'm doing well. Mm-hmm. All I'm right. I'm doing well after all the madness. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. So welcome. So you are in a recovery phase of surviving the mess, right? Yes. Okay, yes. good. And Man. and Man. then we also have, ladies and gentlemen, you know what? I was looking at this brother's bio and it's pretty pretty impressive this is the minister of wellness this brother nathan jordan he is i mean you you think about it you're talking about a a exemplary person when it comes down to fitness i mean this brother went from 260 pounds to 165 pounds and uh what is it 30 percent to 4.5% 4.5% body fat in less than a year. I mean, this this brother is, is he's on it. They call him the Minister of Wellness. He's been on the Joe Madison uh show on Sirius XM. He's been on TV talking about this this stuff and and he has some great great information not just about um how to keep our health uh to build our immune system but how to stay in there and also giving us tips on what to prevent and what to look forward to but ladies and gentlemen i want to introduce the minister of wellness mr nathaniel jacks uh oh what is it jordan brother how jordan. you feeling my fault my call you jackson <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. It's, a, it's a pleasure to be here with you all. Yes, Thank yes. You yes, yes, yes. So so let's go into Miss Lakeisha. So so just talk about how it started. Like, okay, so you start sneezing, then you was like, All right, I got the Rona. What happened? <laughs> yeah. Let me clear my let me clear my throat and it's not a real cough. <clears> throat> uh-uh. throat> no, no, no. <laughs> I can't do that. Come on, mask okay. cat, man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, one one day I was just chilling at home. Uh, It was one day, one of those days when it got really warm outside. So I let my windows up at home and uh, instantly I started coughing. I didn't think nothing of it. I thought maybe like some pollen had flew in or something and it, you know, got caught up in my lungs, but it was that dry cough that you keep hearing in the news. And so, like I said, I didn't think much of it. Um, I did continue to cough all throughout the evening, but there were no other symptoms. And I just kind of ignored it. But then about one o'clock that morning or that night, or however you want to put it, I woke up with uh, chest pains that woke me up out of my sleep. It Mm. felt like heartburn. And the day prior, I had spaghetti. So I'm like, I was still trying to downplay it. And I'm like, okay, maybe I'm having heartburn. But it was like a sharp pain in my chest as well. And then I took my temp. It was 99. Once again, I still was trying to downplay it because I'm like, I know I'm not sick because it had been a long time before I even had a cold or anything. I would say about at least six months. So I didn't think I was sick. A um, couple hours passed by, the chest pains got worse. And then my temp went up a couple degrees to like 101. Um, and then that's when I started, okay, I called my doctor. By the time I called my doctor that morning at 8 o'clock, my temp had reached 102.5. And I was still coughing a lot, still heavy chest pain. 
Um, but she didn't want me to come into the office because, you know, they were trying to keep it, play it safe. So they did like a teledoc video thing. And so she um, said it sounded like I had um, COVID symptoms and she immediately placed me on a quarantine. She told me to just self quarantine for two weeks and to just take Tylenol and monitor my symptoms. But then she also told me to contact public health just to be on the safe side. So I contacted them, let them know what my symptoms were. And they said the same thing. It sounds like you have COVID symptoms. So they referred me to um, a testing center in Collinsville, Illinois at Medix to be exact. I went there. It was a long process to get in because they were only letting one person in at a time. You had to pre-register and all that. So I get there, and by the time I got in, they wanted to rule out the flu. They did the flu swab, came back negative. The doctor told me that. Um, he said, well, although your test came back negative, I'm just going to treat you for the flu. Uh, but <clears throat> he said, I can't test you for COVID because you have not been in direct contact with anyone who tested positive. We don't know who we've been in contact with who has it. So I was just like, okay. Um, there was some back and forth. Um, I did contact public health because they sent me there. And so public health called the office and they kind of went back and forth. By then I was in so much pain. Um, I was aching from head to toe. I, my stomach was hurting. My head was hurting. Like it was a pain that I never felt in my life. Uh, while I was at the doctor's office, my temp had got up to 103. They tried to bring it down with cold ice water and some Tylenol, which it dropped to like 101, but it was just like bouncing back and forth. I eventually went back home and pretty much just tried to deal with it on my own. But later that evening, it got worse with chills that were so bad that my skin hurt. Um, I just felt like I was I was dying. I called the ER. They pretty much said they knew what was happening, but they couldn't do anything. And they just advised that I continue with the Tylenol and fluids and to uh, avoid ibuprofen and Advil and try to and so, deal with um, it. Um, the next day, it, my temp had actually went down to 99, but then it shot back up. It was like a roller coaster. Like one minute I felt fine, and then the next, everything just came rushing back now. Um, my doctor called me to do a follow-up and she had assumed that I got the test done uh, when she sent me the first time. I told her that I had not got the test. And so she was shocked that I didn't get it. So she called public health and they sent me to another testing center, which I was tested and the results came back positive. What was the process for that test? Um, it was a nose swab. It was the long nose swab, kind of like what they do for the, flu, uh, for the flu swab. And that was my first time getting a flu test too, because I had never had the flu. I'm 37 years old. I never had the flu, never had pneumonia. And like I said, it had been a long time before I've been sick uh, or I even had a cold or sniffles or anything. So, but like I said, it's like a flu swab. They, they, a long swab about this long and they just jab it up your nose all the way to the back and swab around a few times each nostril. And then they put it in a tube and send it off for testing. Mm-hmm. Now, see, how long did it yeah. take to get the results back? Uh, it took about five days. I got it done on a Monday, and my doctor called me on a Friday and told me that it had came back positive. Mm-hmm. So now, now that you're you're recovered now, right? You're fully recovered from the COVID nineteen. 
Uh, well, uh, as far as symptoms, yes. I did ask if I could be retested to make sure it was out of my system because I was only told to self-quarantine for two weeks, uh, for 14 days. And um, But my doctor advised me to go an additional seven days symptom-free. Now, my cough just stopped about five, four days ago. So she said technically I wasn't sim totally symptom-free for a whole week. So this is my last week on quarantine. And so far I have been symptom-free, but I have had some after effects. Um, I don't sleep at night. I have insomnia now. I, I believe I have um, anxiety now, which my doctor, we talked over the phone and and I described the feeling that I go through at night, and she agrees that it might be um, anxiety that I have gained. Wow. So it's more than just physiological. It's psychological as well. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. So um, I've been hearing individuals talk about the um, uh, the, the the different effects, even down to um, what is it? They will start to see things, start to hallucinate. Did that happen to yeah. you? Yes. Now, um, I had a few episodes where I've never had a seizure before, but it felt like I was going into a seizure. Like I would get really jittery and numb, felt like I was floating, like I had been on some medicines or something. And that that happened, that lasted for about, about a good five days. Mm. And that's when I contacted my doctor and I'm like, something's not right. Um, I'm feeling different. I'm feeling weird. I thought I was having like mild seizures, but she said it was an anxiety attack when I go through those phases. Mm. Yes. And I, I did notice, and you guys might hear it or see it, I have started to stutter a little bit too. So I have to like slow down and catch my words now. And you, you're just now receiving or seeing this change in you as you recover from the actual sickness. Yes. Mm. So you're learning stuff new day by day, probably, of what's going on with you afterwards. Every day is something new. Yeah. Now, the, one of the symptoms I had was a chest pain. I told you about the chest pain, which was one of the first symptoms that I had. It was actually one of the last symptoms to go away. That lasted throughout the whole two weeks that I was in quarantine and everything. I did go back to the ER uh, regarding that because I was afraid to sleep sometimes because my chest was hurting so bad. But they, they told me that there was nothing they could really do for it. Um, a lot of patients who tested positive complain about the same thing and they may just have to add it as another symptom wow 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 so go go ahead go ahead larry no i got a two-part question but if you you got something go no ahead. no no go ahead go ahead so my, it's a two-part question it's uh first off like prior to you knowing that you had COVID 19 or even knew that you he was affected by it, what was your mindset prior to that and then also while you had it has it caused you to do more intense research because, you know, there were some people that was thinking this was a host. It's not true. I can't get it. Right. And, and then yeah. For you to have gotten it. Yeah. And, and, and what was your mindset? And that's what I, I was thinking about that, too. Like, before you got it, were you right. in a thought process of, you know what, I'm good. You know, mm -hmm. it's only attacking. You know, I do what I want to. I'm going to turn up. And then it's only going to the old folks. You know what I'm saying? Now, right. did you fall I'll, in that? I'll be honest. A part you of did, me. didn't you? Yeah, you did. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> I only say that because I'm a healthy person and like right. I, I'm mindful of what I eat. And I had just come off of a, a, a fast prior to me getting sick. Mm. I had went on a, a meat, a, a meatless fast. I was not eating any meat, no sugar, no bread, no sweets, 
no alcohol. So I was, I felt like I was healthy in that. And, and plus I still had to work. So I was like, if it happened, it happens. So I wasn't, I won't say I was out there being careless, but I was mindful of it at the same time. But I did think I did. I didn't think I would get it. <laughs> wow. Speaking so, of health. Right, right. Yeah. So we're going to, we're <laughs> going to get into the health real quick, but to the other part of that, that now, How's your awareness now when it comes down to your personal health? So while while I was sick the whole time, I kind of like ignored the news. I didn't watch the news or anything because uh, it kind of took a while for me to wrap my head around it. And, you know, you hear so many different things, the, the theories and all this and stuff. And so now that I'm able to sit still and gather my thoughts, um, I know that it is real because it happened to me, of course. I am uh, more <clears throat> mindful of like my health, my intake, because uh, even so, a lot of people was telling me, oh, increase your vitamin C. Now, that was one of the things that I will admit that I had not been taking was vitamin C. I might have popped a, an airborne here or there in the midst of all of this, but I wasn't like consistent with my intake of vitamin C. I understand. I understand. And so, you know, we're getting ready to transition into that because it's not just about your health. It's about everyone's health. And how can we, you know, benefit from that? And what a lot of people aren't really understanding is that with our different molecular structures, we may, uh, uh, you know, deal with it differently and we make it, we can contract it differently and our bodies will uh, and can respond to it differently. But before I do, I want to let everybody know one of the main reasons why I jacked up my brother's name, uh, Nathaniel ja Jordan is because I was thinking about my brother, Nathan Jackson. OK, and so I'm going to do a little plug for him. For those of you that don't know him, is he's also a part of the Lion's Den and he was a part of our, our the, the crew since the beginning. And um, his family just had a very, very unfortunate, unfortunate um, chain of events because in his uh, home in uh, Chattanooga, I believe it is Chattanooga. Chattanooga. Right. Tennessee. Hey, the tornado leveled leveled the house and the family was in the basement you right so no one died thank god no one died but what we are doing uh as the lion's den family uh we created a cash app if anyone wants to help and donate to the family and listen what makes it so bad nobody know he does not know that we're doing this because it's not about that right it's it's about really helping out a brother and anybody that's in need so the cash app uh number is uh, actually the name is dollar sign lions cast that's l-i-o-n-s-c-a-s-t all right and that's for brother nathan jackson he's a very influential and a bro uh, influential brother in the in the military president of the top three right uh on the air force base here at scott air force base and and the thing is is that he would champion something like this for anyone so i think that i know that it's our own due diligence to do the same thing for him so again if you can anything five dollars fifteen dollars they don't even know what's coming you get me so anything can help again it is dollar sign lions cast l-i-o-n-s-c 
A-S-T. All right. And it's helping out. We'll have family. more information after the show about yes. it. We'll yes. put it on the page. Absolutely. I put it on there already. You it's did. In a, it's in a bar. Okay. While y'all count y'all stimulus dollars, go ahead and contribute. Be a good person. Yeah. You know, hey, stimulate somebody else. You get what I'm saying? We got you, Nate. We got you, yeah, We got you, brother. So, but anyway, hey, brother, 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 the minister of wellness. I, I know you got some notes and, and got some good tidbits for us, brother. Hopefully, um, I'm sure, I'm sure, not even hopefully, I'm sure it's going to help someone. We have our listeners on there tuned in and they're waiting for you to uh, to preach to us. Give us some of that. Give, give us some of that, that good stuff. OK, the real stuff. Man. Yes, yes, yes. So what you got, brother? Go ahead. You can just reintroduce yourself. Yes, well, I'm, well, first of all, I'm glad that uh, Sister Lakeisha made it through uh, uh, the coronavirus, so that's a, a blessing. And um, I, me, I've been doing this for four years. I've been out there trying to warn, especially our people, that a day like this will come when we were completely self-destruct because of our, our diet, our importantness diet, and the way that we're living. And, and this pandemic, what I'm trying to tell everybody is that this is not the worst of it. Despite all the conspiracy theories that you hear, there have been viral pandemics that have wiped out uh, far greater populations, and there are more on the horizon, uh, such as the Nipah virus that comes from these pig factories in South America. We have the, uh, uh, the hunter, the hanta virus in China that comes from eating rats. Uh, of course, these are things, you know, that we shouldn't be in, eating anyway, but uh, we are. And, and so my message during this time is that we have to address the root cause. It's a time to get healthy. It's a time for everybody to examine their health and for us to start to eat to live so that we can strengthen our immune system. Most people don't know what a virus is. Most people don't know what the coronavirus is. And we can't, we don't want to live in fear over something that we don't even know what it is. All the virus is, it's, it's very similar to cancer, just comes from the outside and it comes inside your cells and it attaches itself to your cells and replicates. So it's like a thief that comes in and take over. The immune system is supposed to stop that from happening, but if you're eating all this junk food that we're addicted to, then your immune system doesn't have what it needs to fight that virus off. Same thing with cancer, and, and that's what we have. We have this uh, viral strain, and our immune systems are too weak to handle it and, and to fight it off. And, of course, with the coronavirus pandemic, is what, what people, they are overhyping it in this sense that we know that, that, everybody, who, that everybody who has died from it has certain underlying conditions, overweight, obesity, uh, diabetes, heart disease, high blood pressure. And you know, the sad thing about that is that I have over 50 documented health success stories of people reversing all of those conditions naturally. So the focus should be on treating the underlying condition, getting the people healthy. That should be the sole focus. How do we get people healthy? How do we get people away from these meat factories where they're torturing these animals, which is a breeding ground for virus? And if we did those two things, we wouldn't have to worry about it. But uh, the love of money rules America. Money is more important than people's lives. So will that day come? 
I have some serious doubts. I'm just trying to wake up as many people as the Lord blesses me to be able to influence. Yeah, we appreciate a question that. Go ahead, Herm. So um, you talk about the meat factories and the condition that they're in. Are you saying that we should get rid of meat altogether uh, or limit the amount of meat we eat? What are you saying exactly when it comes to meat? I'm saying we. I'm saying that in the times we're living in, with the air pollution, the water pollution, that is completely unnecessary to consume it. The only reason why I ever ate meat was because I was brainwashed into believing that I needed it for protein, so I could be strong, and I needed dairy so I can drink, uh, so I can have strong bones. Those are all lies. Um, so we we don't you don't need it at all. There's no biological need for it. You only the only myth people tell themselves because of the cognitive dissonance and food addiction is, well, where do you get your protein? Well, you get your protein where the strongest animals in the world get their protein, the giraffe, the rhinoceros, the elephant, the hippopotamus, and so forth. They get it from the, the earth, foods that grow in the earth. Those, That's where you get your protein. So when, when really when you take that away and you understand all the negative factors that come with some meat, then the only thing that remains is that you're just eating it because you're addicted to it. Now, if, if that's what someone chooses to do, that's fine. But when your food choices are affecting our planet and helping to create pandemics and helping to kill, uh, cause ch uh, children in Africa to be dying of starvation because their governments will rather feed livestock so we can have our triple whoppers with cheese, then... Uh, it's just more than about, well, I'm going to eat what I want to eat. I don't care what you say. Um, you know, I'm going to eat this burger. But we can't live like that. And, and when we turn a blind eye to how our choices affects everyone, this is what happens. This is what happens. So my answer, uh, the reason why I give a long answer, I apologize if it seems like I'm going all around. Usually I just come straight down, but I, I have to be, very careful when it comes to the meat topic because uh, as as someone who uh, as someone who, who teaches mostly within the black church and because when I teach in the church I have to come from uh, the scriptures I can't command people that you can't ever eat meat I, I can't do that uh, but what I do say is use common sense use common sense and use logic and for the vast majority of us, we need to, for the sake of our health, go the rest of our lives detoxing from all the meat uh, we've consumed. Because I don't know about you all, but shoot, man, when I was when I was 260 pounds, bro uh, brothers and sisters, when I was on police department, I used to have my wife cook me a whole pack of fried chicken. A whole sound pack. like me right now. Bro, look at you, <laughs> <laughs> bro. A whole a, a whole pack of fried chicken. Man, Popeyes know my first name, dog. <laughs> that's a problem, <laughs> bro. That's a problem. Hey, did, did you ever get that bur Did you ever get that sandwich? Turn. Mm -hmm. How was it? Was it was it Over good? Hype. Over Over hype. Hype. Not work. It's not working your butt whoop. Wow. Hey, so so brother, we have a uh, question online and they asked, well, you know, how do you protect someone who was born with a weak immune system? Yeah, and that's sad. We're passing down damaged genetics to mm. our children. Mm -hmm. I have a lecture that I challenge everybody to look at. Um, it's on YouTube. All you have to do is go to YouTube and search for genocide by diet. 
how junk food is creating mental illness and violence in America. It's on Roland Martin's channel. He live streamed. It has almost 200,000 views. And I, I state the evidence. These are things that's been taught by my predecessors, Dr. Africa, Dr. Sebi. A mom can, a, a mother and a father can damage their unborn child with their food and lifestyle choices and pass down diseases. So that's why we have children being born with autoimmune deficiencies and birth defects and so forth. It's not just coming out of the, the clear blue sky. What we eat affects future generations. Now, the question is, is all hope lost? If you're born with a condition because of something outside of your control, what do you do? Well, you know, you do the best that you can. You still can recover as long as there's life in your body and breath in your bones. There's, a, uh, there's always the opportunity for so you can still strengthen your immune system with a nutrient-dense plant-rich diet, foods that have medicines in them. We want to eat foods with medicine. Medicine is not at some legal dope store called Walgreens. That dope that they sell in those stores come from plants and herbs that because of our insanity with food addiction, that's what we call rabbit food. Mm. Wow. So, so question for you about about this rabbit food, right? Organic. What's the difference between organic and not organic plant food? Is is there a big difference in that, or should we be focused on that type stuff? If you can afford to, we should. Uh, we should focus on organic because it, it's a lot less toxic exposure, and that's the fourth principle of eating to live: is that you you do want to make sure you're lowering your tie. So there's a there's a lot of toxins and pollutants they can't put in organic. So organic does matter. Um, growing your own food, growing our own food is the best. That's what we used to do. And, and our people hate when I say this, but I don't care. In slavery, we were actually, in many instances, not in all, but in many instances in slavery, we were living longer than the white slave master because we were growing the food that we brought over from Africa and we were living very long, healthy lives. That's a that's a known fact, uh, that there were more blacks living to 100, 110 years old than, uh, than the white population because they were the ones that's eating pork and cornbread, and we were forced to eat fruits and vegetables. So we need to go back to growing our own food, but um, you do the best you can, even if, if you're in a situation where all you can afford is conventional uh, get you a, a at least get you a, a natural. I know vinegar is real powerful. But that can remove almost 100% of the pesticide residue on the surface of the vegetable. So if you soak it in water and vinegar, and you get you a nice soft brush, and you brush it off, that can take off 100% of the top. But as far as the pesticides inside of the fruit and vegetable, that will be another story. Wow. Okay. So I got Larry, he asked a question, but before we do, I want to make sure that our individuals that's listening right now, they can call in guys. If you want to, if you want to get some of this good stuff and you have a specific question, you can call the number is 618-792-6747. One more time is 618-792-6747 to ask the minister of wellness, anything. Go ahead, Larry, you, you up, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I had a question. I put it in the chat because mm-hmm. I wanted him to catch it. But anyway, so what do you say to people that 
that has been eating meat all their life, right? So, you know, we got grandmothers and great-grandparents that then live to be 80, 90 years old and, and haven't really dealt with anything. What do you say to those people that, that's really fighting the whole, you know, I don't know about not eating meat. I don't know about that argument there. Right, sure yeah, that's, of course. That's a, I've heard it all, brother. I've been, I've helped coach over 300 uh, clients. So I, I have a whole playlist on my YouTube channel called The 12 Components of Food Addiction. And I delve into the psyche of food addiction and all other ridiculous excuses that we come up with to support our diet. Uh, we're not living in those times. This ain't grandma, great grandma, and so forth. This is now. This is 2020 when great grandma and grandma was growing up. First of all, that was before the rise of the fast food industry. That was before the rise of my Satan, who's pumping the world with all these toxic chemicals. Uh, when they did eat meat, it was like my mom, who grew up in the 50s in Mississippi. And yes, they ate meat, but it was on much smaller amounts. We can track it. The USDA has already tracked that the meat and dairy consumption has risen considerably. But my mom, the chickens were running around um, and they were eating a, a natural diet. Now, uh, like you said, with the, you know, with the Popeye's chicken, yeah. uh, what I call poo-poo's chicken, they're suddenly <laughs> getting together, 30,000 of them in a born, yeah. and they're developing these diseases. These are sick, diseased oh. animals that we're eating. Our it's diet in our world is nothing like it was when grandma and great-grandma was uh, was was growing up. Nothing. There's no comparison. I agree. I'm over here trying to live in ignorance, man. It, 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 so so you, you don't want to give it up? You don't want to give it up, bro? Don't tell me that stuff. You I know. I'd rather not know. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys. So so the caller, he had, he has to call back. But, man, this is some real, real good information. This is, this is awesome. And you know what makes it so bad, though? I can honestly say this isn't anything new. Okay, right. this isn't anything new, but like uh, to Herm's point, you know, we, we avoid the truth. We don't want to hear it. We don't want to hear, hey, stop eating like you ain't got no damn sense. Right. And but then at the same time, when it comes down to our health and now we see our health starting to decline, now we're in the panic mode. Now we want to get right. You get what I'm saying? And some people still won't get right. You can't help everybody. No, no, that's you can't. Why, you can't. That's why, I don't argue, that's why I don't argue with people, because. The thing, the, the fact of the matter is I, I have a term called an uh, insane food zombie. Mm. So uh, uh, insane, uh, insane food zombie is this. This is a person where no matter what the evidence is, they don't care. They can research all the success stories, all the research. They, they don't care about, they don't care. They don't, they not only do they not want the truth, but they don't they want other people to stay in the dark with them. So I don't want I don't want to be healthy. I don't want to eat healthy. I don't want you to be healthy or you to eat healthy. I don't care. I don't want to hear anything. And then I don't want I want you to stay in the darkness with me. And so uh, and, and that that's unfortunately that's the complexity of what an addiction does to you, man. It will it will actually rewire your brain to where your entire life is spent trying to justify something that you know doggone well wow. is not good for you. And that's the definition of an addiction. When you're doing something that you know you should not be doing, but you can't stop doing because the 
pleasure that's attached with it. That's mm-hmm. what addiction is. And what I'm saying is that America is a nation of food ads. So right. I mean, a lot of my- that, as it relates to, you say, food addictions, right? How much do you think society plays a role in when it comes to finances? When you look at a salad, mm-hmm. a salad's $8, but you can go get eight chicken nuggets from Burger King for a dollar. How much influence do you think it's going to have on people's choices as it relates well, to shit. Well, shit. Well, look, you kind of answered your question. I mean, <laughs> you think about it. I think yeah. it's a lot. But but what you think, Minister? What, what, what you think? I don't buy it. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's another excuse that we use because it's been when I, I've helped coach people on a shoestring budget and they save a lot more money. Here's the And here's one of the reasons why. Um, when I was on the standard American diet, man, I wasn't eating no doggone eight chicken nuggets, man. I at least need, <laughs> I need, I least need 50 of them to, to have still <laughs> eat up. Man, who eating some eight chicken nuggets? And then every three hours, my stomach growling. I'm having a whole order of beef fried rice and I mean, you know, oh, man. I have my dessert, then I order Domino's, the large meat specialty pizza with the large soda. He knows me. He, what'd you say? What'd you say? He, he knows you, huh? He knows me, man. Man, you speaking to Herm's heart right now. Good. Hey, you know me, dog. Goodness gracious. And, and so, and, and, and to that, to your point, man, I really do think that it is a psychological, you know, yeah, we thing. We would have had a we would have had a blast back. Hey, me and brother Herman. Oh, hey, <laughs> y'all would have got it in, huh? Fighting over the uh, the super sized fries. Well, so so I guess a, 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 right, yeah, it did. It froze up, brother, on the side. So. Hey, so while he get his connection back, what y'all think about this, right? Now, what do you think about the individuals that's listening? Okay, it's um uh, freezing up. Okay, it's, it's okay. It's, it's all right. Get together. But as far as the den, and and especially you, Miss uh, Lakeisha, it's your first time getting bit by the lion's den. What do you think about this information? Uh, it's a lot. It's a lot to gather in, and I do have a question for uh. Did he leave? Yeah, he, he's, he's gonna, gonna get. He's back. gonna come back on. Okay, I had a question for him, mm-hmm. but it's a it's a lot, and it's a lot. Even though I'm aware of what happened, and it's it's gonna be difficult because I do want to make a, a a change in my diet. Like I said, I was fasting prior to me getting sick, mm-hmm. and um, right before I got sick, I had I started back eating regular foods, my regular foods, and then I got sick. So. Uh, it's going to be a challenge trying to go back to that. And I want to because of what I experienced with this with this virus. Mm-hmm. It, it makes a lot of sense. And it is ideal to, to eat healthy, to eat more healthy and protect your immune system. Right, right. And and yeah, I think it is. Hey, but let me go into a couple of these questions and comments. So, uh, Harm, we have one specifically for you. The first one is uh, why are you always in a damn car? But uh, outside, of that, outside of that is outside of that. It says, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I want to put her out there like that. But she said food addictions and food desserts. Right. They create food desserts in our communities and, um, and you have to go to certain places. And then she said that sugar is considered a drug, too. Too. And is yeah. it? And it has the same effects as uh, uh, narcotics. So, hey, welcome back, brother. You you back online? All right, Lakeisha. Like as well. Yeah, you got something. So I saw it was some stuff going on with AT and T and they towers, right? People's phones was getting jacked up. Plant. 
the pork plant just shut them down, man. The pork plant just shut you down. See, <laughs> and so you was getting too much, giving too much good stuff. So, but uh, but look, Miss trying to shut you up, bro. Yeah, they tried to shut you up, bro. So, Miss Lakeisha, you had a, a question for the minister. Yes. Now I know that um, you, of course, know have a lot of knowledge about viruses, and my question was, oh wait a minute, let me get back on. Sorry, guy. My question is, um, do you have any idea if the, if um, the virus can be con- um, let me get my words together. I'm starting to stutter again. If the virus can be tr- contracted again for a second time, and also um, how long can it stay in your system? Because they don't know really. Like my doctor tells me they don't know. They It's just kind of like they gauge it. Hmm. It, it, it's all it's always in there the the virus is always in there and that's why it's very important to strengthen your immune system we want to go hard we don't want to mess around uh with this thing so yes it can come back and come back worse than ever um so we want the, the what you want to do is you want to pump your body full of the medicine foods of our creator and it'll give your immune system the ability to keep that virus at bay to where it never comes back. Uh, so that that's that's what you want to do. You want to go 100% with Eating to Live. You want to go to my YouTube channel and start diving into my, uh, I have um, a 28-part health seminar series, The Power of the G-Bombs, the 12 components of food addiction, the fundamentals of Eating to Live, and then uh, it's on back order right now, but I highly recommend uh, I have a couple uh, herbal extracts, one for uh, the immune system and then one for respiratory illness. And I believe I'm getting the respiratory illness one back in, in stock, but I would highly recommend you grab these two um, uh, herbal medicines that I have just for the coronavirus. And then this along with the proper diet and you'll be okay. Uh, but don't you, you're doing the right thing. Don't trust in them doggone doctors because uh, most of them are just trained to deal drugs. You know what? And so be, before we transition and into other questions, but there was one question that I think this is a good, uh, a good uh, way to open it up. So, <clears throat> so there's churches out there. Okay. Especially now. And in my opinion, my own humble opinion, I think there are more or some of them are more focused on their memberships and making sure you continue to tithe to the, uh, you know, to the uh, to the building fund versus being able to stay, you know, uh, distance, you know, to to practice that social distancing and, you know, uh, talk about the truth or if not truth but help encouraging individuals so that's my own thoughts what's your thought about that and where do you go to church if you do uh well what you said was correct you know one of the reasons why we're in this condition as a people and uh the black church is the laughing stock of hell absolute laughing stock because of um snakes or theology meaning that uh, uh, you can just pray over your food and throw anything down. Your throat. Uh, that's what my uh, father believed. My father, I am the son of a pastor that ate himself to death. Uh, so this issue is very personal to me. Uh, however, uh, as far as, and so that doctrine has to change because it's killing people. 
has killed millions and millions of people. And we have pastors dropping dead left and right from the coronavirus. And they'll boldly one recent uh, uh, Bishop Glenn uh, from uh, Richmond, Virginia, he boldly declared in his sermon, God is larger than the virus. And that's true. But if you don't do take the practical steps to make sure that you're able to avoid the virus, this focus, focus nonsense, we, we have to get rid of it because it's deadly. Uh, now, as, as far as uh, as far as the, uh, the church that I go to, uh, I absolutely don't go to no church that, uh, that teaches snakes or theology. I go to uh, Jubilee Community Church. That's an uh, Afrocentric uh, Christian church led by uh, Dr. Brian Moore, and he is an activist. So uh, we don't believe in that foolishness. I'll be um, live streaming the lecture April the 26th uh, from my uh, church home here in St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, it will be a live stream because of the restriction, because of the quarantine. And I'm going hard on what caused this pandemic, the secrets behind it, the end game, if we don't stop. And I encourage all of you all, of course, again, the message will be directed towards um, um, direct is towards giving um, the church the proper chastisement that it needs for contributing to us being in the poor health we're in. But you know, I, I have people all over the world, regardless of religion or whatever that follows me and uh, you can benefit from the information. Okay, so, so I, I got go, go ahead, Herm. So I got a question. Um, So a lot of families, you know what I'm saying, black community, not, not just the black community, they get together through food, feasts, Right. Um, somebody asked about your YouTube channel. Does your YouTube channel also talk about how you can still do that uh, on a, a vegan or a vegan lifestyle? Uh, like, you know, people look at vegetables as just sides. But do y'all have examples of, hey, instead of doing this, you can do this and still have the same get together around food, the fellowship that we normally have, but around better food choices? Absolutely. Uh, I cover a lot in my. 12 part series on, on food addiction because that's called social normalcy. A lot of people can't be healthy because they're getting fought by their family friends. Here's how insane we are in this country. You show up to a barbecue and you dare to bring a salad box. And then, and, then the, and then you get made fun of because your family and friends will tell you, well, what you bringing that rabbit food here? We have barbecue mm. ribs and hot dogs and so forth. And then let's say you listen to them. Let's say that you listen to them and put the salad down and you start going in on some ribs and hot dogs and that cholesterol and saturated fat rushes in, forms plaque, the plaque breaks and ruptures, a clot forms and kills you right on the spot. This happens every single day, sudden heart attack, death by sudden heart attack. Now all of a sudden, the very people that's supposed to love you that just pretty much persecuted you into killing yourself. Now they're crying at your funeral, Ooh. and then they'll cry, and then they'll sob all the way through your funeral, and then at the repast be pigging out on the same they eating the same thing that gave you a heart attack. Uh, all the insanity, right? That's called yeah, doing the same thing, expecting a, a different result. Wow. So, all right, brother, uh, minister, what is your thoughts about the mask? Okay, and as far as what they're suggesting to do, what is your own personal opinion about that? Well, I mean, I, I believe that people that are vulnerable, 
should I mean to me it's just a band-aid approach mm-hmm. that that's how I view all of this is it's a band-aid approach just get people healthy and you got people walking around in terror this thing is ain't even I mean it, I mean it's barely it's not even it's over 20,000 people die every day from cancer I mean o- over 30,000 people die every day from heart disease the world over Mm-hmm. So the coronavirus, you listen to the news and you act like nobody's dying of anything else except the coronavirus, and it's a lie. So they have people walking around in terror. You can't wear a doggone mask and then take it out and swallow a quadruple whopper with cheese and bacon. Or <laughs> <laughs> so you still smoke it. It just doesn't make any sense. So it, it's a uh, the whole reaction is, is just... It's a it's a huge it's a huge overreaction to this thing, and I already know what the end game is going to come from all of this, and that's why I'll be uh, talking more about those things. I don't want to start diving too deep here, and then they go back and watch this and and punish um, you all for something that I said. So that's why people need to. Go to the ministerofwellness.com, click upcoming events and register your email so you can tune in to the private uh, free live stream event I'm having April 26th. Right on. Minister. Now that you put the lead on it. Yeah. Go so, ahead, Herm. So I got I to gotta disagree with you on one thing, man. You could do the triple whopper as long as you get a Diet Coke. Man, if you don't shut up, listen. No, no, wait. I can't yeah, run mute. Bro, I, I, I can't. I can't I mute gotta, your mic now. <laughs> I got a legit question. Hold on, man. Damn. So a, a lot of people, when they go into the vegan lifestyle, they'll go get that processed uh, glory, uh, like those wonder patties. meat. Yeah, yeah uh, wonder impossible meat. Stuff, meat. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What is your What is your opinion on that stuff? You know what I mean the the Impossible Burgers that they sell in the it's, supermarket. It's, but it's it's made in a lab anyway. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's but, like, but some people that some people think that some of them, if you get them in the Whole Foods store, because Whole Foods store have it, mm-hmm. that's I believe it's a misconception that it automatically makes it healthy. Right. If it's got it's got to be healthy if it's a Whole Foods, right? Mm, just like it got to be true if it's on Facebook. What you think, Minster? Right. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's definitely not healthy. I have a I pissed off a lot of vegans when I did. I started attacking the Impossible Burger, Beyond Meat, and so forth. Make no mistake about it, it's garbage. You know, KFC could give you a bucket of fried vegan uh, chicken, quote unquote chicken now. However, when I was going off on the vegan movement, that was before this broke out, this pandemic. Uh, Because I tell you right now, you can eat all the vegan junk food you want, and it's not going to create viral pandemics like this. These viral pandemics come from our maltreatment of animals, not from eating vegan junk food. So uh, what I tell people is that in a time like this, uh, that's where I've had to kind of step back on. Before this, I was I was getting on them hard. Like, no, we're still going to have people dying from heart disease, stroke and so forth. But and and that is true. If you eat vegan junk food, your health is still going to be in the same poor condition. But. It ain't going, we ain't going to sit here and be under the threat of the whole world being wiped out because of no virus strain because somebody eating a Beyond Burger. You see what I'm saying? So there is a difference. There's definitely a difference. But when all things are equal, if we were all on the right path, then yes, we would, that would be the next fight. But for right now, I've had to take a step back from fighting against the junk food vegan movement because 
uh, that's not what's threatening to wipe the world out right now. That's pretty big right there that you that you were against it, but then you saw, okay, this ain't the fight that we need to have. So, you know, a lot of people can't yeah. do that. No, they can't, man. They, they can't separate that, man. And then, they I, hold I, on to it. yeah, they hold on to it. I mean, until the, until the cows come home, ah, you know, play on words. But <laughs> with that being said, though, um, I do want to say that I appreciate you sir and also you too ma'am miss lakeisha hopefully you you get through it all right spit it all up you know what i mean but but the, the thing is the reason why i appreciate you guys for being on is because this is truth and it's truth you know from from your optics and a lot of what we are receiving right now is so it's so much misinformation out there and we hear of individuals that have or have had the virus but now we in fact have someone on right that can you know talk about that which is good and also we have someone that has not only committed his life to making sure his health is uh pristine but also helping individuals out and so but i want to say i um I thank you, brother, because it's not easy, right? Because you're on an uphill battle. Listen to what you're trying to do. You're trying to pretty much change a culture. You get what I mean? So I commend you. We really do. We commend you for trying to speak truth and life into our community and not just any our community, but to the community of those that's willing to listen. But the jacked up part is they have to almost unlearn what they're used to. You get what I mean? They have to unlearn what their condition and then is the unfortunate part is it could have been someone that's been so close to you that's told you and taught you how to eat and everything. And they died from it. Right. It's almost like soul food. Everybody get together on soul food. Right. But then now the grandmama died because of diabetes. And then what they do, like you said, have the repast and everybody eating the same shit all over again. Right. So when do we break that chain? You know what I mean? We have to we have to want to break that chain first and make sure that, uh, you know, we, we're going in the in a positive direction. But, brother, where can they find you at again? And, and, and where's that website again? Yeah, the minister of wellness dot com. You can find me um, if you just Google the minister of wellness. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, LinkedIn, the minister of wellness. I want to remind people that I have books and DVDs covering weight loss, reversing diabetes, reversing heart disease. I have DVDs of my seminars. I have some very powerful herbal supplements that they won't let me talk about on YouTube. So go to theministerofwellness.com. Protect your immune system today. Build your immune system up so that you can overcome if you get the infection. And then, of course, if you once you overcome, like Sister Lakeisha, you still, uh, we need to get as lean and healthy as possible because the worst is yet to come. I'm telling you, the worst is yet to come. So that's the minister of wellness.com, the minister of wellness for all social media platforms. Right on. And I want to thank you. And also, ladies and gentlemen, he does have a book that's named the, uh, what is it? A hundred pounds in a hundred days. Isn't that it? Brother? Yeah, lose 100, yeah. Lose 100 pounds in 100 days. I helped a client in 2015. He lost 100 pounds in just 16 weeks. Bro, all I need is 30-30. Give me that, right? <laughs> Whatever. I, I just need it. But seriously, man, we want to thank you. And you too, Miss Lakeisha, man, for coming on, getting it in. Right, right, right. And so wherever you got it from, don't go back and bring it in, right? And, and, and keep it away from everybody. Hey, any final words? You got anything, Larry? No, I just want to say thank you both for sharing your stories and your and, and, and your facts and all that stuff. It's definitely an eye-opener for me. 
And it's definitely something I'm going to be doing some more research on, especially, you know. But I appreciate it. Thanks for, you know, the testimony. And then him bringing the other aspect of it about your immune system is some things that we don't even think about. So right. definitely eye-opener. And I can tell from the interactions of our audience that they've been tuned in on this one. All yes, right. yes, absolutely, absolutely. I second that. What you got, Will? Hey, both of you guys were absolutely amazing. The transparency is what we try to bring with the lines there, and you both killed that uh, without a doubt. Definitely will be following up on your your website, sir. Um, definitely has a lot of good insight. Definitely appreciate what you had to say. Um, but you, you definitely got a challenge on your hand, brother, because we have been conditioned to think certain ways, and society does not reinforce that type of narrative when they listen to you and then go back to regular, you know, fine-tuning television that's telling you one thing. So definitely keep fighting a good fight, brother. Appreciate you. And Keisha, just keep doing what you do, girl. You crazy as hell, but, hey, you know, we love you like a play cuss. Right yeah, We're rooting for you. Yeah, yeah, we're rooting for you. Hey, go ahead. Unmute yourself, Foots. We're going to come to you in a minute. You you on? Yeah, I'm on. Yeah, go ahead. You got any any last words, man, for the for the squad? I will say this, man. This was real. This was raw, and it was authentic. This was not about what we've been hearing about and hearsay, this, that, and the other. Thank you, Lakeisha, for giving your perspective and your testimony of what you've gone through. And also, um, Minister of Wellness, Nate, um, you taught me a few things about um, how I need to get my life, my, get my life incorporated is doing better as far as eating and changing some of my habits in my household as well. But thank you both for coming on. I salute you both. Right on. And yeah, yeah one, how much drinking plays a part in that do. Yeah, man, listen, look, look, I'm, I'm drinking Diet Crown. All right. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> hey, what, what you got, Herm? Hey, uh, Miss Lakeisha, to see you laughing and smiling and having a good time with us after yes. hearing what you went through, hey, that 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 right there is inspirational for me. I am glad that you're on the upward, you know, upward come up over what you just went through. And I, you know, I hope you can put that way behind you and continue to be a testament for, you know, life after the Corona. Thank you for coming on our show. Appreciate mm-hmm. it. But I want to see you for the next two months in person though. Yeah. Yeah. Zoom. <laughs> Minister of wellness. I felt real big and good about myself until I talked <laughs> to you today. You know what I mean? Now I'm over here. Now I'm over here thinking about you know, no. I'm, in all honesty, you know, you're you're not you're saying everything that all of us really know, yeah. but you're reinforcing. You know, what I'm saying the issue. Like, look, this is not a game. You know, mm-hmm. we we know that we need to eat healthier. We know that this stuff ain't good for you. And when the your perspective on it being an addiction, when you said that doing something that you know is not good for you, but you continue to do it anyway, it's an addiction. I really appreciate that. You know, it really put in perspective of me what I'm doing every day and all the food that I do eat. And, I, you know, I am going to be looking to make changes and I attribute that to this conversation that we just had. So thank you for coming on this show. I appreciate you. And I'm pretty sure other people that watched had the same perspective as well. Absolutely. And brother, when, when you go back uh, to the Lions Den, please check it out, share it. Individuals are sharing this now and putting the website up. So again, I do do want to say thank you again. I mean, this has been very, very eye-opening. And again, ladies and gentlemen, those of you that are on Facebook, thank you. And But keep in mind, can't nothing change with you physically if don't nothing change with you mentally, right? Everything starts upstairs. 
Okay, so if you felt as though that you can um, subscribe to this and and you want to make that change, commit that, commit that, you know, to yourself, you know, and follow through. And it, it and think about it like this. It may have taken you a couple of years to get where you are right now. It may not have to take that long, but it's going to take some time. So don't expect, you know, a five minute or, or you know, that that 30 and 30, because even though I want the 30 and 30, right, lose that. Hey, it, it's, it's not real. Okay. Okay, and you, but we do encourage health and everything. And again, before we do close out, I do want to remind everybody about my man's uh, Larry, uh, not Larry's. I'm sorry, Nathan's family. Thanks. If y'all do want to give, all right, uh, you can uh, cash app. And I want to thank you guys that have done so already. So this is working, okay. And we're gonna do this just for uh, until next to Monday, okay, until Monday. So it's not it's not gonna be a continuous thing. We're just doing this for a week. And again, it's dollar sign lions cast. If you guys want to give, we appreciate anything. You got 50 cent, add it and then just just keep on going and we appreciate it. We're gonna give this all to him. All right. This is a hundred percent going to Nathan. But again, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank y'all. Thank you, Minister of Wellness Brother, for coming on in. And uh, Miss Lakeisha, thank you. And the rest of the Lions Den team and the pride. We love you. Your health is important. Do what you got to do and wash them hands, please. Got and, you, Nate. Yeah, we got you, Nate. And so this can... Hey, this, distancing, baby. Yes, yes, yes. And this is going to conclude the episode of the Corona Files with the Lions Den. We holla. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Make sure to listen to the show on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, and Radio Public, where you can subscribe or via RSS so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you like or dislike this episode, we'd appreciate your feedback on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Lionscast. Check out the book, The Black Collar Mindset, the Art of Strategic Thinking on Amazon or www.theblackcollarmindset.com A manual to maneuver through life strategically by holding yourself accountable. Tune in next week for another episode of The Lion's Den with Seth.